All right, Jay Wolf. Okay. You wanted to read me some psalms. I am going to read you some psalms. And uh, the psalms that I found, uh, uh, really, uh, some of my favorite ones. I'm going to start. So I decided I wasn't going to read the really long one. Because that could be a little too much for you to grasp right away. Um, but I'm going to start with Psalm 23, which is probably one of the most quoted psalms. Um, is it uh, the one that... Who is it? Pete Seeger plagiarized? What? what you you know, Pete Seeger wrote this song, it's for everything. To... No, that's in Ecclesiastes. Okay. Um, actually, the birds did that song. and that. But Pete Seeger did it originally. Did he really? Yes. Okay. And the birds is just a remake. Now, their version is a lot better. The birds, yes. In my opinion. I never heard his version, but that, that was taken from the book of Ecclesiastes. Oh. That was quoted. Okay. No, no, no. That, that was from Ecclesiastes. Um, this is, uh, not, uh, Psalm 23, but Psalm 23 is a a Psalm that has been repeated in funerals. In fact, um, it was repeated twice, uh, in, uh, a couple of funerals that I went to first for the husband's funeral and then for the wife's funeral. Okay, let's go. Here we go. You may recognize it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, And for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest... Hold on. <clears throat> thou anointest my head... With oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's Psalm 23. Coolio quoted that in Gangster's Paradise. So I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, only that part. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I look at my life, I, I realize there's nothing left. left yeah. I've been all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Even my mama thinks all right, someone's right, right. gone. Okay, 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 all okay. Right. stop it. This is not Coolio. <laughs> you started you started going off on it too. I know, but I stopped it quickly. It's one thing if I do it, another thing if you No Bubs, I just I just wanted to repeat that other part afterwards and then I was done. Nice. Okay. It's uh, I I could probably do that whole song but I will spare you from that indignity right now. <laughs> this is gonna sound like maybe a dumb blonde statement. Yeah. Okay. But it seems like there's a lot of talk about God in the Bible. I mean, obviously, right? But that, that is a that is a dumb one statement. But no, when you're reading that, it made me think. Everything in the Bible seems about praising God in some way. Well, the, um, all the psalms that I um, read so far, a lot of them were psalms of praise, and there's different kinds of psalms. Some of them are prayers. Mm. They're not just praise psalms. They're not just um, laments, but there's uh, lamentations. Um, but there are, uh, prayers like, uh, um, there was a, a psalm that David wrote when his son Absalom died. No, no, wait, was it? No, I'm sorry. That wasn't a psalm. That was a different verse. But, um, I mean, there's some psalms that people have written, um, not just David or Asaph, um, of, uh, you know, like, um, talking about, um, asking God to hide them or to be a shield because 
violent men are trying to compass them and, um, you know, praying that God will protect them. So it's, uh, they're, they're different types of Psalms. Is, I may have asked this question in another episode, so excuse me if I have. It sounds like something I would have asked already Okay. in my head, but is there any Psalms about helping your fellow man? This isn't the kind of book, uh, if you want to read something about helping others, um, this is, uh, a book more about, um, crying out in prayer to God or, um, requesting, um, you know, making your supplications, uh, or petitions, um, or, uh, um, um, praising the glory of God, uh, you know, glorifying God. It, it, it's not, it's not like how the gospels are or, um, or, uh, how it is with, um, Exodus, um, the book of Exodus or, um, things of that sort. You get into that when you're reading the New Testament. Yeah. But you don't, you also, um, read things in the Old Testament, but you get a lot of that when you're reading the New Testament. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. And if you want me to do a, uh, a lesson on, uh, loving thy neighbor as thyself, I can do that next month. Oh. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, scriptures on that. Yes. Yes. And what does it say about loving the bald god? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you are have, a mere mortal. Have you thought that maybe they should do a rewrite? So they add some stuff in there about loving the bald god. No. Okay. No. Well, that's something we can discuss later. That's right. What do you want me to take out of that particular psalm? Um, I think that. You know where it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. I think that one thing you should think about it, and, and, and there's a reason why, I mean, I think for that, that part alone in the psalm, that's why people use it in funerals. But I think what you should think about is if you ask God to walk through something with you, no matter what it is, whatever, uh, hardship, calamity, um, he will walk through it with you, even through death, if you trust. God, he will walk through anything with you, uh, even the smallest of situations. I want to take you back to the summer of 1995. Oh, goodness. You know where I'm going. Oh, oh, do I? Yes, you do. (laughs) Do I? Dangerous Minds comes out. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I thought you were talking about something else, actually. What did you think I was talking about? I don't know. Uh, My move? Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I was talking about. All right, all right. Okay. Dangerous Minds is released, and Coolio becomes one of the biggest stars in America based on the song Gangster's Paradise. Yes. What I'm wondering from you Mm -hmm. is, it's a catchy tune. I I think you would agree with that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was very, very big. Yes. Yes. When you heard that song, did you think to yourself, this guy might be a rapper, but he's a Christian? And I can appreciate it on a deeper level because he starts it off with a Bible, with a quote from the Bible. Or did you think this guy is sort of using the Lord's uh, words in, in a negative context? I didn't really think about it. But now that you asked me that question, um, he partially quoted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't even count it. I wouldn't even count it as a quote. Okay. Um, and also... I think he was just using it for his rhyme. So I don't know that he's a Christian. That's really not my, for me to judge because I don't know this guy. Um, 
that's really between him and God. So I really can't say that he is or isn't. But you don't have a problem with Coolio based on that song. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I do. I guess I never thought of it. Nice. But I really don't think that um, just because he quoted it, that makes him even more of a Christian than the average Christian is. I was yeah. just curious about that, babes. Yeah. 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 And some of the songs repeat things that were in other psalms too. They kind of, uh, um, they kind of repeat phrases. So kind of like how rappers will sometimes take a phrase from an older rap song and, and reuse um, it. Um, I don't know if it's like that, but it, they they kind of like reaffirm oh. phrases. Okay, I'm almost there. Okay. Psalm 100. I like this one. Okay, so uh, this is a, this is literally a psalm of praise. That's what it says Go in the ahead. beginning. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We uh, We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. I love this song. That sounds like a song you read me like a week ago that's talking about music. Yes, that, that's that's um, that's what it reminds me of, yes. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of a music, the music song. I love this song. Why? A lot of people use it. Now, okay, so... <laughs> My, um, we, it reminds me of this, um, this professor I had and he has a different idea about, um, making a joyful noise into the Lord. Right. So he, he's, he likes to sing, he likes to harmonize, but there are people that have been in congregations that don't know how to sing or harmonize. They can't, they can't find their pitches. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's kind of funny that a lot of people use, this um, phrase, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, which to them means it doesn't matter what kind of noise you make. Oh, so the Lord sing will... off key. Yeah. The yes. Lord... And, and so, so I think it's kind of funny that some people use it as an excuse. Now, I personally have to think, okay, I may not like their voice. I, 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 would, ha- I would disagree a little bit with my professor and say, I may not like their voice, but... If they are sincere in their praise, who am I to stop them from singing? Mm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Because God, the, the way that God looks at beauty, beautiful voices and beautiful looking things, his beauty is different than the kind of beauty that we look at. So I can't judge somebody by them having a horrible voice, even though initially I'm going to be cringing and saying, oh, this is awful. But... But I have to remember that if they really are sincere in their praise and in their worship, then I can't really say much. And also there's maybe the thought that it's God made that voice. 
Absolutely. He didn't just make their voice, but he made their entire body and their entire spirit. So I can't, I mean, who am I to say, you know, if, if you are, for example, I'll use you for a minute. Go ahead. You mean I think that you're the best singer. Yes. And, but if you are sincere and you really are praising God with your whole heart, then I really can't, I really have no reason to stop you from singing. That just wouldn't be, that wouldn't be right for me to do. This is going to sound like a weird analogy. Okay. But I, I, and I love the way Louis Armstrong sings. Mm -hmm. I do wonder to myself if he would have tried to have gotten musical training at a conservatory, would he have been kicked out because of the way he sounded? I, 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 cause I personally, can you move a little bit? Yes. Okay. I personally, I don't mind his voice at all. I don't think it's terrible. Oh no, I, I think it's a really good voice, but it's not your typical right singer voice. Exactly, but a lot of people have been noticed for unique voices. Like I personally, I like Louis Louis Armstrong's voice. I personally don't like Katy Perry's voice. If you if you like if judging by voices in general, <laughs> I personally don't like her voice, but other people do. Um. But some people have one, uh, you know, one people over because of the uniqueness of their voice. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Michael Bolton fan, but a lot of people are, and I don't have to, I don't have to be. <laughs> so in, in a way, this particular psalm mm -hmm. teaches us that all taste is individual, right? And so it's not just like, if you don't like something, it's fine because it's cool with God. But it's like, you may not like something, but it may appeal to me. So it speaks to artistic expression. Am I um, correct or no? I, don't, I mean, I suppose you could, but I think I, what, I wa what I want uh, you and others to grasp is that um, noise, some noise is just noise to us, right? Mm -hmm. It may not... It may be uh, cringe-worthy to our ears, but to God, He sees it as uh, beautiful to His ears, mm. and that we have to remember that God doesn't see things the way that we do. God doesn't see beauty the way that we do. His beauty is different than the kind of beauty that we would think uh, a voice should sound. So. I have to remember that. <laughs> well, then here's another question for you. Well, if you sing on rhythm mm -hmm. and it sounds beautiful here. Yes. Is there any part of you that's concerned? And let's say that it's a secular song, but it's not like Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. It's not super risky. It's just a secular song. Uh-huh. Right. And you're singing on rhythm. Uh, in key. In mean, key. Right? Sorry. Yes. Is there any part of you that is concerned that God hears that and thinks, oh, that's such an ugly voice because his ears are not tuned to appreciate something that's on key and you're going to be punished in the afterlife for singing a, a particular song? No, I, I just don't think he thinks that way. Okay. I don't think he has any favorite voice like, oh, this is my daughter, but she sings awful. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has favoritism in voices. I just think that... If you are singing general, um, if you are generally singing, uh, sincere 
sincerely to God, then um, he would appreciate that. It's not like he'll introduce you to a crowd if you have a bad voice and say, <laughs> this is my daughter, go easy on her. Even Jesus threw a tomato at her last week. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. Thank you. No, I really don't. I really think that God is much more merciful than that. Oh, good. <laughs> Even Jesus is like, I died for a person? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think he's. <laughs> no, I think he's a lot more kinder than that. Well, that's good news. He wouldn't good. be throwing a thunderbolt tomatoes at you from heaven. No, no. <laughs> that's pretty funny, Thank buddy. Thank you, babes. Thank you. All right, let's uh, do another psalm. We're going to go to Psalm 118. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, hold on, still looking, still all looking. Right, all right. Still looking. I can dig that. Oh, there it is. Psalm 118. And here we go. Okay. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations come past me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They come past me about, but yea, they come past me. Well, I'm sorry. They come past me about, yea. They compass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They compass me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns, for in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous the right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. And so that I, I know that's repeating some things yes. because it's a song. Um, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath cha chastened me sore, but he hath not given me, he hath not given me over unto death. Um, Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord is into this gate of the Lord is into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused, hold on, the stone that the, the, which the builders refused become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Which is, this is a day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now pro uh, prosperity. Blessed be that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. Hold on, did I read that? Hold on, let me read that again. All right. 
Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which hath shewed us uh, light. Bind the sacrifice with corners. I'm sorry. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. And that is Psalm 118. The impression I got, mm-hmm. and correct me if you're, I'm wrong, and that psalm also sounded familiar, but... I know, I know, I know. See, that that is an example of um, things that were taken from, uh, that were repeated in one psalm mm-hmm. and repeated in another psalm. But my interpretation yes. is that it's basically telling you, don't trust any man, just trust God. Exactly. Um, so, you know how it was talking about destroying... Uh, uh, destroying people that hate you. Yes. Um, so it also is saying to me that when it comes to your enemies, you have, uh, God will take care of them if you ask. So whatever happens, it, um, in the, um, I think, I believe that God really does care about his children. And if, if somebody goes after one of God's children, he's going to be like a father and do some uh, something. We'll, we'll take care of wh- however he takes care of them. Oh, you're done. Just like uh, if an earthly father heard that there was something happening to his uh, child, he would be he would become a bear, uh, a grizzly bear. And um, and so that's that's the impression that I get from this song. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Let's say. I um, go after somebody who is a Christian and believes in your form of Christianity, but my attack on them has nothing to do with them being a Christian. My attack on them has to do with something completely different, like make up, insert whatever thing here that's not to do with Christianity. Okay. And I am in the right. Mm-hmm. but God is on his side because he goes to the same church you do. So he's going to say, oh, Rick's my enemy God, uh, vanquish him. Um, well, it depends on what it is. If you actually came, for example, if you tried to kill this person. L- yeah, let's not say it's that far. Okay. Let's- if you tried to attack somebody for their beliefs. Yes. Or if you, if you literally traumatize them. Uh, by any kind of attack, okay. physical attack, sexual attack, whatever it is, um, you have, and 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 this person was uh, not in the wrong. Then I believe that God would have every right to go after you. What if this person is in the wrong, and I'm just not a Christian, but he thinks, but the person thinks well, that I'm in the wrong. Well, he does chastise. He does. He does chastise those he loves. He doesn't just let them get off scot free. Oh. So if he was in the wrong or she was in the wrong, then yeah, there would there would probably be some chastening. So uh, he's gonna like uh, give that person a spiritual whooping. Uh, in 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 uh, in his in his way, yes. It could be a bonk on the head uh, spiritually. It could be whatever it is. Uh, something could happen to him, and he might get he or she might get sick. But he does ch- he does chasten his his kids. Awesome. So here's another question, and this this will doubtfully I doubt this would ever happen. Let's okay. say I become a Christian and I join your church, 
and I'm now, I'm Christian Rick. Mm-hmm. And I get into a dispute with another person in the church. And it's it's not over like killing or raping. It's not over, is it over doctrine or is it over... Uh... It's not over doctrine. It's over like personal beliefs, but not, not even political. It's just we believe something that has nothing to do with religion. So like maybe I... Um, I get upset with him because I don't know. I I go back to being a vegetarian and I get upset with him for eating meat or something stupid. Oh, it's some, something really stupid, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we both go home and pray to God, "Hey, uh, kill this other person." What's God gonna do? Um, that wouldn't be right. First of all, you don't want you don't you don't ever want to pray for somebody's like you 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 don't you want you know. I know people have prayed to God for. Uh, another person to um to be taught a lesson but i wouldn't want to you know you, you don't want to pray to god for somebody else's uh murder or something mm. you, you, that's not right it's not that's not how a christian should handle it but let's but say we then, both but but, it. but here's the thing though bugs go ahead um in the bible it does says it does say um it does say to love your enemies and it also says to pray for those, bless those who bless you, but pray for those who persecute you. So even if you don't agree with this person, the best thing to do is to pray for this person. Because what if they just don't understand it? Yes, it would be, um, yes, if this person really did harm you, God will take care of this person. But the best thing to do, the best way to handle it is to pray for this person that pray for this person that is is persecuting you for what you're doing. Let's take another scenario. You believe in God. Yes. And you believe that the type of God you believe in is correct, obviously. Mm-hmm. So let's say somebody uh, does you wrong. Somebody tries to steal your rick. Right. Like a hot girl who's like super rich or whatever. And she doesn't succeed, but she's trying to get with me. But I'm with my jable. Okay. But you're like, oh, you know, I'm not going to use any curse words. And then you decide, oh, I'm, I know I'm supposed to be above this. I'm a JLo, but I'm going to pray that something horrible happens to this person. And then the next day, now nothing horrible has happened to her, but the next day you realize, ooh, maybe (laughs) I went too hard on that. Uh-huh. And you pray and you say, God, oh, I don't really want anything to happen to ho- happen horrible to this person. Well, he say, well, that's great, JLo, but you already filed your request. You can't make a contradictory one. Or, or no, you can happen? apologize. Okay. No, no, he doesn't just take back requests. You can say, hey, I repent of what I said. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me for what I said because I was not in the right mind. He's not going to just say, well, you requested it, so I'm just going to do this, right? Because yeah. w- he wouldn't be the God that he is. He wouldn't be like, well, he, you know, he wouldn't be like those Indian giver people. Okay. <laughs> you remember when you're a kid and somebody gives you something and then they take it back and you're like, you Indian giver, you know? I never said that, but I... I remember when I was a kid, um, my sisters would say things like, Oh, if you take something back that you gave someone, you're an Indian giver. I heard that term. I just never used it. Yes. Um, but I, yeah, I just never used it, but I, I definitely heard that term. Yes, I heard Indian giver, but that, that's not, um, you don't want to, you know, God is not an Indian giver. He doesn't just take back your requests. Yeah. And I don't know if the Native Americans had like a thing of like giving things to people and then taking them away. Something tells <laughs> me that. Maybe it's from India. Yeah. Something tells me that's something a white dude came up with, but, uh, in any event. 
Oh, you're getting woke again. No, I I'm think. not getting woke, babe. I'm just saying. Uh, yes, yes, yes. No, I, 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 think I, I it, could, it could be from India. The, could, maybe it isn't any different. The indigenous, the, the woke terminology would be, well, J-Lo instead of Indian giver. Maybe you should say, you indigenous people giver. <laughs> I'll say whatever I want. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm not woke, J-Woke. That's good. You're J-Woke. No. But anyways. So he, he'll he take that into consideration and be like, okay. You no, know. he's not, you know, he's not going to take back somebody's request just because they requested it. He's not going to do it just because I'm in your request. No, 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 no. And he'll forgive you. He'll be like, I know you wanted her gone, but since you said uh, you repented, you're good. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he wants to harm any one of his, um, I don't think he, he wants to harm anybody, but he will, he will take care of, of people that have that will harm his children. Well, wait a second. He harmed Job. No, he didn't harm Job. That that's a. Uh, what do you mean? He didn't. He harm killed him. his wife and his kids. Well, maybe that was a blessing. I don't know if they. Well, see, so him. we, so the the the, the I, we can talk about Job later because we're not talking about Job. But well. the thing that people get wrong is that it isn't about why his family died, why his cattle died. Uh, anything like that. The most important thing you should take away from Job is how did Job handle that in the midst of all of it? Cause Job was, Job is used as a model for trials and tribulation because even though even his own wife told him, well, why don't you just curse God and die? And he, and he pretty much put her in her place and decided that he was going to praise God. in, in every one of this, um, every one of these tribulations and even God, when God was talking to Satan, he said, have you considered my servant Job? And, and, and God basically said, Hey, you can take anything you want. You can take his wife, you can take his family, but you're not going to take him. He's mine. Mm. So actually, I think that Satan was trying to do whatever he could to tempt Job into cursing God and yeah, but God lets Satan Satan do that. But there's a reason for that. You see, you got to you got to find out what the reason is, and there are reasons why God lets people go through trials and tribulation. It isn't because He hates us. It's okay. because He wants us to. He He knows what's good for us, but He also wants us to learn from our lessons or learn from what this experience can teach us. Let me ask you a question. Are, now, I know Job got the hot trophy wife after his original wife died, so it was an upgrade. Actually, his wife didn't die. I thought his wife died. No, his kids his... died. Oh, good. His children and his his animals all died. and So he stayed with the same old, old lady. I think he did. And he lived, a hundred, uh, he lived 140 more years, and he had more children and more grandchildren. So he was blessed double the amount okay he, he he was he was blessed uh more than uh what happened when he um lost everything my question is then well he had to sleep with a really old lady then to get i'm the same babes <laughs> it's true isn't it well, did i like did i, I, like? Buzz, I don't know i don't know how old this lady was i don't even know how old joe was oh. uh, when this happened to him but oh cool i had cobwebs Okay, all right, but that's beside the point, babes. Oh. His kids died. Yes. Do they go to hell? 
I don't know. I, I can't, I couldn't tell you. Because God said, I, I think I understood this from you. God said to Satan, you can take whatever you want from him. He can take his cattle. You can take his kids. I, I can't tell, I can't tell you about whether his kids went to hell. Okay. I, I'm just saying that basically Jesus was saying, you can take whatever you want from Job, but don't take him. Nice. He's my servant. There we go, Job. Well, you can't touch him pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Job was, um, Job was thought of as a uh, a righteous man, so nice. he, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he took his kids. Well, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yes, that's something I cannot answer. Oh, do you wanted to do another? Uh, uh, yes, I have two more songs. Two more songs. So let's go to. Uh, let me go to one thirty six. What, uh, the, the last song I'm going to pick was something that was a song that I was going to pick originally. Yeah. It's a little bit lengthy, but I think I can do it. The 36 verses one? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's not 36 verses. Okay. Now the longest Psalm is Psalm 119, which is oh. super, super long, but let me, um, okay. It's Psalm. So, so this is going to be repeating, uh, some things in Psalm 118, I believe. Oh, Okay, let me see. Psalm 136. Okay, Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. That was um, repeated in Psalm 18. Yes. For his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that... By wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon, the stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand, with a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the, to him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But overthrow, but overthrew Pharaoh and his Host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which led, to him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sihon king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even in heritage into Israel, for his mercy endureth forever. For his mercy, I'm oh, sorry. Even in heritage unto Israel, for his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our, from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. So, as you noticed, 
I have repeated some things that were in Psalm 18. Yes. Psalm 118. Yes. So what I took away from the Psalm isn't, um, is the consistency, uh, when it, when it keeps on saying for his mercy endureth forever. Yeah. Um, it shows his, um, how, how consistent God is and he never changes. And also it kind of reminds me, you heard that, that phrase call and response when it comes to songs. Yes. So if you notice when you hear for his mercy endureth forever, I can imagine a song where somebody sings a line and somebody and, and, and the, and the, um, audience, an audience or a choir responds for his mercy endureth forever. And, mm-hmm. and that reminds me so much of a, a call and response piece. I could see that. Yes. So, and it's also kind of saying, Hey, bro, yeah, you think you got it all figured out because you've been doing this thing for 10 years, but, uh, God is like the ultimate OG. His, his this going to last forever. What, what he's got going on. You're, you're just here for a small amount of time. He's not an OG. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's in Rick speak. Okay. It is in Rick speak. Oh. But I, I, what I, what I want to uh, take away from this is the consistency of his words because it always says his love endures forever. His mercy endures forever. That never changes. Well, let's take uh, the people of Israel who he made a covenant with yes. in the Old Testament. Yes. And then I believe, now, if I remember correctly, you said that they break the covenant. They have broken the covenant, okay. yes. But if I, if I remember correctly, he's, and, and I'm not a Bible expert, as we've proven here many times. Yes. But if memory recalls, he said... Uh, I make this covenant with you and we're not going to break this. This, this is going to last forever. This, this is so. So there's been a lot of um, passages in the Bible about Israel, um, Israel uh, going against God and doing evil in the sight of God. And it always says, if Israel turns to me, I will heal them. I will heal them. I will heal their land. And I will be their God and they will be my people. But it is also prophesied that the is, that Israel, the, uh, Israelites will eventually turn back to God. Oh. And he will restore his people. So, um, there will be, that it is prophesied that the, um, that the Jewish people of Israel, uh, will eventually, um, turn uh will eventually turn back to god so um the, the whatever what, what's going on with israel is actually supposed to happen it is um fulfilling uh prophecy because um israel will be shaken but eventually israel will come will turn back uh to god it's just uh there's some things that are supposed to happen before that and um so even though um, Israel has um, grieved God many times over, yes. he's not going to turn back on his people. He will, he will, um, there are things that will have to happen until they turn back. This is going to sound like a dumb question, and maybe it is. Okay. And now that I, I've said it, it maybe, okay, so like, <laughs> heaven happens, and everything's cool, and then Satan gets thrown into a lake of fire, yeah. and the people who repented are with God, and everybody else is, is screwed. The new, the new, he- no, no. Okay. No. The, well, so, so, 
What is your question? I'm sorry. Well, that's not my question, actually. Right. But after the Great Throne... Great White, great white Throne Judgment, yes. Yes. Uh, which is a badass name. I really like it. No oh, I meant that in a good way, babe. No cursing. I meant that in a good way. I don't care. No cursing. Bubs. What the F? Bubs. Enough. Okay. Focus. <laughs> I don't know why cursing is wrong, but okay. Oh, yeah, there, are, there, are, there are things that support that, Bob, but by the way. And there are things that say, that cur- okay, all right, we're not going to go there. I don't Bubs. want to twiggle my jewel. But here's my question. So after the great white throne judgment, yes. uh, some people are going to go to hell forever and other people are going to be saved. And, yes. and we're assuming that the people who are saved have done wrong and have asked for forgiveness and are forgiven. Right. So my question is to you, everybody's chilling after that. They're just hanging out, doing their thing. Does God ever say to somebody, if there's like a disagreement, yeah, I know I forgave you for that thing, and you're here in heaven. It's cool, but do you remember that time you did this? No. Okay. No, like I said, I mean, uh, what people have um, done was to think of a God in earthly terms, yes. and you can't think of God in an earthly term. It's oh. not like it's not like your friend that says, "Remember when I did this for you." Um, now you got to do this for me, right? Mm. You, you know, remember when I forgave you for this? Yeah, well, you just cheated me out of this, right? It's not like how we are. God is, I mean, by this time, when the new heaven and the new earth come to pass, um, it's going to be completely different. Nice. It's not, I mean, you can't think of, you can't put God in an earthly box. Nice. Nice. You see? Yeah, He's nice. not going to think the way that we do so do the people who are like trapped in hell for eternity after this well they're going to go into lake of fire with hell but they're they're in the lake of fire forever right yes they are okay do they get to look up and see people having a good time up there or what i don't think so oh that's i think what's going to happen is when the great white throne judgment happens the ones that have been saved are going to watch this happen so I really believe that whether or not that's going to happen, we can only speculate, but I think that they're going to watch all this happen and, and people that are, um, that have been resurrected into their bodies before they're thrown into like a fire are going to say things like, why didn't you, they may say things like, why didn't you tell me? Or I should have listened to you. And then they are put with the rest of hell into like a fire for eternity. How is somebody supposed to like enjoy themselves when they know that everybody else in their family is in hell? Um, well, I think on earth when somebody dies and you know that they haven't been saved, it's, it's tremendous grief. I would imagine, you know, you don't really know you, you would hope that they did, but if you know that they didn't, it's, it's a, it's a grievous thing. It's really grievous. But I think when, when I, like I said, when someone goes to heaven, it's possible, but that they may know what, what goes on on earth, but I don't think they'll know what's going on in hell. And I don't think they're thinking about that. Oh, I don't know if they really know what's going on on earth. It's possible, but I don't think, I don't, I don't know that they know, um, when, um, I don't know. <laughs> There's some things. I mean, I know that in Luke 16, um, Abraham is talking to the poor man in hell 
But he also says there is a great, great gulf fixed between us and you. We can't go to you and you can't come to us. So that sucks. Well, that's, that's, that's because they, they're stuck there for eternity. You can't, you can't cross over into heaven if you're already in hell. Oh. Shall we? It's not going to happen. Oh, I'll miss you there, Jewel. Okay. I hope you have fun in the lake. Fubs. I'm joking, babes. I'm joking, babes. You wouldn't wish that on me. No, I'm joking, babes. I, oh. Of course I won't wish it on my jewel. Okay. Yeah. You be good boy. I'm always good boy, babes. Now, uh, we got one more. Yes, we do. For you, we're bonus track. Bonus track. This isn't uh, an album, folks. No. But, um, okay, so I'm going to read Psalm 27. Can I ask you a quick question? Okay. I have been thinking about doing a full-length album of my poetry. Okay. Would it be blasphemy to name it the Great White Throne Judgment? Um, why would you name it that? It's it's a cool name. It's a cool name. I don't know that you should name it that. Oh. Because it's not it's not going to serve the purpose of a Great White Throne Judgment. Oh. Maybe you should call it Rick Speaks. Okay. What do you... <laughs> right. That that's a possibility. There. Whoa. Um, the Hammonds and the have-nots. I don't know. That might be interesting. No, I'm just kidding. I like that, actually. What, really? Yeah, I don't know if I'll use it, but that does sound kind of cool. The, the Hammonds and the have-nots? Yeah. <laughs> I just made that up, by the way. Yes, yes. Okay, Psalm 27. This is just a little bit lengthy, but it's not that bad. Do it, do it, do it. Okay. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek again, or will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a, upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not my, thy face far from me. Put on thy servant away. Um, hold on. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Next page. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. 
wait, I say, on the Lord. And that's the end. Basically, the way I understand it is, hey, bro, if you're having problems now, it's cool. Just uh, worship God and he's going to protect you. Uh, Something to that effect. I mean, it's not quite as simple as that. Do you want to elaborate? Um, I think basically it's... Remember when I read, um, the Lord is my light and my salvation of whom, whom shall I fear? Yeah. So when I think about this, this Psalm, I think about, well, why should I be afraid when God is with me? He will protect me from my enemies. If I ask him, he will hide me in his pavilion. So you, you, you hear like metaphors of him being a hiding place, like hiding me as you would hide in a tree. Mm. Or hiding me as you would hide in a refuge, like a pavilion or a haven of rest. Yeah. He is um, keeping you at, he is hiding you and resting, um, keeping your mind um, resting at ease. So that's that's how I um, interpret the psalm as not being fearful because God will save will protect and save. Interesting. Yes. But you should be fearful of God, though. Well, fearful in the sense of reverencing. There's a difference between reverencing someone and being scared of them. Okay. So the fear of the Lord is not to be scared, but to rev- to reverence God because he is God. So it's kind of like saying like uh, to a kid who's going over to the grandparents' house, hey, respect your uh, grandparents because they're old school and they might spank you if you act up. But they're also, if somebody breaks into the house, grandpa's got the shotgun. He'll yeah, right, 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 right. Kind of like that. Right, right. You respect, reverence meaning respect. You have respect for the Lord because he is God. He yes. is the ultimate. Uh, he is he is the, the Lord of Lords and the God of God. So, um, so not to be scared because he's not scary. Yeah. He will, he will, um, ju- he will be just in judging those who, um, um, who he, you know, chastising and, and, um, disciplining those he loves, but he will also judge those that are not, um, that don't love him. Um, so, so he's, in some ways, he's like an earthly father, but he is. Uh, but he, we should reverence him because he is. Um, he is in heaven. So, yeah, that's 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 a takeaway I take from this song. There we go, Joe. Well, there we go. Do you have any closing words? Um, the psalm has the the book of Psalms has been a book that I love reading because not only is the poetry beautiful. Um, but it's also something I like to read when I'm going through a lot of stressful things. And it also helps to kind of, um, to read a psalm when you're in distress or when you feel thankful and grateful and you want to read something that will lift you up. Cause a lot of these psalms are very uplifting and, um, it just affirms that God is, great and he can handle anything that comes your way and 
Um, I, I just love this book. This is just one of my favorite books. And we're going to delve into it more soon. Well, maybe next time. Do if you'd one. like, yes. Yeah, that would be cool. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Yes. Um, like, like next month or? We could do that or in a couple weeks. Because okay. it's, it's technically May 1st. You are correct. It is May 1st yes. today. But, well, uh, it's not technically. It is. It's technically. <laughs> technically. Yes, it is May first. <laughs> when we're doing this, yes. It is May first. Even though this is going to come out later. But... I just want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention her name. Go ahead. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday. The woman who is a girl who took my virginity. Hold on, babes. Do we have to talk about this here? Could do we have to mention this? In her this? birthday's coming up. I don't care. Okay. Bubs, come on. What? What? Uh, I love you, babes. Mm. I love you, babes. Babes? Mm. Who do you love? Me. And who else? Me. Don't you? Who's sitting next to you? Who you love? Do you love me? I love you. Thank you, babes. I, I, don't, you. I don't like what you said. Though. Why? Well, you were giving shots out. Shot no, I was just giving it because this person's birthday was today. I didn't care about exes. Oh. I didn't mention any exes. Okay, good. Can I get a kiss? No. Yeah. Yeah, because you're supposed to forgive. So, yeah. Yeah, because you're supposed to forgive. So, yeah, I can. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I can get a kiss. Yeah. You say sorry. I'm sorry. No. Are you sure? Do you mean it? Yeah, so give me a kiss. Okay. Babes. <laughs> God doesn't like uh, fart jokes. Bubs, I was just joking. Okay, God wouldn't like that. Yes, yes, yes. We will discuss this afterwards. Oh, what, what, what happened? Um, afterwards. Oh, oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I think we're, we're going to. We're, we're probably going to. Um, I'm probably going to um, uh, read some more Psalms if you'd like. Yes. Um, maybe so. within two weeks or maybe even. Uh, yeah. Two or three weeks coming up soon. Y'all stay tuned. Oh, good day. All right. Anything else, babes? No. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.